a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his maps and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man Hey everybody and welcome to episode 32 of Not All Bad I'm your host, Zach Andrews Your other host, Paul Nesman and joining us today, we have uh, a new guest and we're very excited to be with today. His name's Brian. Brian, uh, you should introduce yourself. You should, you should, a lot of people like to say like how they know us and I don't know, our story is less, um, it's less clear. I feel like there's a lot of times you know exactly when you meet somebody and it's easy to point to, but I want to hear your take on, on how we met. Hi. I'm Brian. Um, <laughs> that is a good question. And I was actually thinking about this earlier today in case it might come up. Um, I met uh, Zach late at night in his house, which is the truth, even though it sounds weird, but it was at his house <laughs> in College Station. He's friends with uh, some friends of mine from high school, Heaven Hawks, Hawk Rider. Actually, I'm sorry. I believe that I believe you got it kind of backwards. I, I, you're actually friends of friends of mine from college. What did I say? You said that you, I'm friends of friends of yours from high school. I really uh, think yeah. that's kind of a backwards. I don't know if that's how I would describe it. But. Okay, all right. We wow. specifically okay. asked how he would describe it. <laughs> sure. No. If, you know, yeah. No. The editorial control. I get it. Um, so we met. Uh, at his house, it was late. I think I was drunk. Can't remember what else happened. But uh, we went <laughs> and we we hung out. We went to Northgate. It was great. And that... uh, oh yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say. Oh, I was gonna say, and uh, Paul, I met on the internet. <laughs> that's, and, that's true. Uh, Al- almost as a, much as twenty minutes ago. Yeah, in a, in a <laughs> chat room. It was nice. <laughs> Real good. Brian, the night we met, I think, was the night of the Fellowship of the Ring. Is that true? Yeah, no, yeah, we we watched all three of the Lord of the Rings movie in a single day. Goodness, because that's a lot. <laughs> well, it was like rainy as shit outside. Yeah, and, it was a bad day. Yeah, it was bad, but not not for us though. I think that it turned out really well. I fondly remember Fellowship of the Ring night when we mm. journeyed uh, to our house on foot from Northgate together as a team, <laughs> like Frodo and his friends. You know what we did before that? We we were sitting around in y'all's living room getting like blind drunk listening <laughs> to the Ramones and watching a bunch of fighting videos on TV. <laughs> people beating the shit out of each other. I'm just like, yes! We still do do activities as similar to that these days. So Who does it's, Things really haven't changed, have they? <laughs> well, Brian, uh, we're really excited to have you on the show. Um, we're looking forward to this mm-hmm. episode. Uh this uh if this is your first time listening to not all bad then we're happy to have you um each of us are going to rant uh, on something that has pissed us off lately and uh, we're gonna talk to each other about why we're mad and then we'll switch it up a little bit and take a turn ranting on something that instead of pissing us off made us happy and that's the show that's all it is not it's a pretty simple concept but um we hope you have a good time listening to it uh, you can find the show on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Overcast, and Spotify. I think I say that in a, in a different order every time, but uh, <laughs> those are all the places that you can find us. And we're also on Twitter at Not All Bad Show, 
And you can email us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you there. If you want to be a guest on the show like Brian, the email is the best way to to, to do that. You can email notallbadshow at gmail.com with your name. Let us know that you want to be a guest. And uh, we'll, we'll talk it out with you. We'll find a date. Um, and if you don't know your topics, that's cool. We'll help you pick one. If you do, then that's great too. But uh, it's not about it's it's not it's not about you this time, okay? It's about Brian. So mm. you're gonna have to wait till another episode if you want to be a guest because this is Brian's <laughs> time to shine. And yeah, Brian is finally. the first guest bold enough to to want to go first, which uh, this energy I'm so here for, especially because um, I'm I'm kind of drowsy right now, which is uh, disappointing. <laughs> but I know that this rant is uh, gonna pull me right out of my slumber. So so Brian, without further ado, I'm very excited to hear what you have to say today. Uh, take it away with the first rant of episode 32. Wow. All right. Well, I'm just going to go for it <laughs> and uh, just say movies. We've all been there, right? We all know what that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've seen one. <laughs> how uh, would you How would you describe, like, really, if you had to use, like, five sentences or less, a movie to somebody who did not know what a movie was? <laughs> like just a movie, the movie that's already made, and I'm trying to just describe it to them. No, or like just the concept of movies. Oh, without using movies? Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> well, I would. Yeah, you be can't asked. be like. You can't be like. You know, like Monsters Inc. That's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how would I describe? Like how I would describe a movie to a blind person? I don't want to. I don't want to derail you. It's just you made it sound like everyone knows what a movie is, and I don't know if that. <laughs> I don't know if we can here. confirm we that everyone on Earth make sure that we explain everything. Well, I did. Yeah, I too. I didn't mean to generalize. I didn't want. I don't want to alienate the part of your audience that doesn't know what a movie is. There's some. I'm just saying there may be someone out there who's finally in tune with what a podcast is, but has never embraced the concept like, of a movie. Another medium. Uh, <laughs> well, for what now? I got to hear and watch. I can't do both. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, go, go ahead. Yeah. No. So I have. Uh, movies uh that's a thing and i happen to have a, a, a degree in that uh because i wasn't any good at science or math or reading or anything like that so i have a degree in film which some would say is worthwhile i think yeah, it's pretty good but i think what is worse than that is that and i think this is what it what is today today is the 16th we're getting pretty close to you know, award season for movies and TV mm. shows and all that stuff. I think we just had the Golden Globes, which I'm sure all of us watched <laughs> intently. Um, and there's, you know, the thing is, is that uh, people, you know, it's always with in great anticipation that people wait for it. You know, the nominations for movies at these award shows to come out. Yet every time, people are extremely upset about it because you know because people have their own choice in movies each year and if it isn't you know completely uh reflected in these you know award shows you know, people just lose their shit right and, but the thing is is that you know like award shows are it, it, it's to some people it's, it's a popularity contest which is which is true but the thing is is that you know, these award shows, they're not, the, uh, movies and TV shows are not, you know, picked by a council of gray, sexist aliens. It's by people <laughs> that 
are in the entertainment industry. Like people like lobby to get their, you know, their shit on, on getting an Oscar, you know, that's, that's the whole thing there. It's all, it's always going to be political. It's always going to be unfair in some way, shape or form, but it's the zeitgeist. And that's how for the rest of the year, you're going to see movies, uh, advertised as having actors, directors, and writers being golden globe nominees or Academy award winners. So it doesn't even matter how political or unfair they are because it doesn't stop people from uh, posting the absolute worst opinions about movies online. (laughs) People just, it's just absolutely insane. And I have a few choice things that I found online. uh, Yes. Because, (laughs) you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know about how many people watch watch this podcast probably zero i don't know how many oh, people oh, damn. listen to this <laughs> no i meant listen oh listen, i got you. multiple no, that, people that's a good I, joke i don't know if i wasn't <laughs> um yeah damn i didn't mean to like i pissed you off for a second i, I didn't mean to holy no shit. i promise you that no guest if we had a guest on the show who shot on us for an hour they couldn't scratch the surface of the things that paul and i say about ourselves so what do you mean they <laughs> shot on you like they were just talking shit no no we didn't if if we did we hit that's not oh. a real situation well i, I mean like, i mean i don't know we'll see where the rest of your rant goes but so far <laughs> we haven't had anyone like that yet um well so i mean so they just uh Okay, so so the Academy Award nominations happen, which is like the thing here in America. This is the thing that people who don't really watch it's like people who go to church on, you know, uh, Christmas and Easter. They end yeah. up say they're Christian. Like that's sort of like, oh, I love movies. They'll they won't say shit about it, and then they'll watch the Academy Awards and then have an extremely dumb opinion about it. <laughs> so, um, so the Academy Awards they posted. Uh, they had like a thread where they were posting each category for the the Academy Awards this year and who the nominees were. And uh, I saw this one tweet by this user after uh, who was replying to a tweet for the best picture of the year, the best movies of the year. And uh, every year for the past 10 years, pretty much people have been lobbying for uh, comic book movies to have some i know i know we're getting into martin scorsese territory here i don't know i don't know what you guys think but people have been lobbying for comic book movies to have you know receive all these accolades which i mean i don't know how you guys feel about it i don't really care all that much we probably combined don't care as much as these people online who take the time to that's certainly true (laughs) <laughs> to fucking post to reply to the academy, you know, Twitter account that is probably lo- you know run by some hapless intern <laughs> who's like sweating over his keyboard just trying to get all this stuff out. So I found this first tweet that was replying by some guy. I don't know. It was public, but I don't feel comfortable saying their name. Yeah, uh, that's cool. So probably wise. So yeah, I don't know. So, this is Donald Trump. No, it's not. Uh, so this this person replied to the Academy's uh, uh, tweet about the best picture, saying, "Avengers: Endgame perfectly wrapped up ten years of fantastic storytelling in a complex, emotional way. Yet most members of the Academy won't even give it a chance beyond visual effects." 
because since they treat blockbusters like a joke. One of the best films of the year, Shaking My Head. And you see a lot of people with that opinion uh, because I, I don't know why. I don't know why people have that. It's, it's almost as if they don't remember Black Panther being nominated for Best Picture two years ago. <laughs> so I, I don't know where people's grief. I think that people that are heavily invested in these types of fandoms have some grievance in general. It's a grievance politics for them because their big comic book movie didn't get nominated for the best big boy movie of the year. <laughs> um, but people also, uh, also have other things to say about movies, which I've seen, especially about Joker, which I don't know. Have yeah. you guys done an episode about that? No, we have not, I but so. I have seen a lot of <clears throat> the Joker, uh, golden globes or Academy award or whatever discussion recently. So yeah, I'm familiar it's intense because people feel like the la anytime the Joker appears in a movie, it's it's like this cultural phenomenon. I don't I don't understand it. it with Heath Ledger, uh, what's his ass, Jared Leto, who had damaged tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but people now now we have Joaquin Phoenix acclaimed. Mm -hmm. Academy Award nominee actor, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. He got nominated for Joker. And uh, so this, this is where I'm actually going to say somebody's name, but for a purpose of, <laughs> of it, it, it for shock factor, because it, it does, it's not like doxing or anything like that. It's, it's just pretty nuts. <laughs> okay. So so somebody replied to Joaquin Phoenix was nom or nominated for Best Actor at the Academy Award because he played the freak show with the ribs showing in Joker by Todd Phillips, acclaimed director of The Hangover and not so acclaimed Hangover 2 and 3. <laughs> uh, so this person responded with his own hot take to the Academy Award tweet about the Best Actor being nominated. And he said... I can't be the only person who thinks this performance is nothing special whatsoever. Please, I know it made money, but that doesn't mean he did a did he did not do what thousands of drama college students could have done with the underwhelming writing that didn't deserve a screenplay nom. I know I've been drinking. That was hard to say, but it was even harder because <laughs> it was a bad sentence. Um, so then, in in typical online discourse thick mario t-h-i-c-c uh, <laughs> with the black and white super mario you know profile picture responded your <laughs> and uh the guy the mario, original guy responded that, and man. said mate that is uncalled for jesus christ yeah and thick mario said you know what is uncalled for your anti-Joaquin rant. <laughs> this is a yeah. person that has a fake profile with thick Mario as his name. To what? He's still saying insane shit. He's, he's still going ahead and doing it. Hey, well, let's not ignore the fact that there is an anti-Joaquin agenda in this country, okay? That, yeah. Mm, mm. It's a serious I, issue. I know you said you didn't want to get political, but I think we should go there. I think this is, <laughs> this is really what people are upset about. 
I I don't know, man. I think that I just you know, and, and like like all fandoms, I mean, there's this high fidelity to you know Batman comics because they're dark and edgy because they have a guy in a bat suit. There are people <laughs> that are you know have a high fidelity to Marvel comics because they're they're the, that's like the zeitgeist and you know Disney basically controls most you know discourse and popular culture. So there are people that are like very fanatical about that. But there are also people that are, you know, fanatical about Star Wars for some reason. Uh, again, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Um, no matter how you feel, it's probably not as strongly as this person that I saw on Twitter who was talking about um, Rose Tycho Marie. I can't, I can't remember what her name is. Apologies to Rose. I don't know if she's listening. <laughs> she um, is though she for sure is yeah <laughs> she's a patreon supporter yeah <laughs> uh, so she she played the character of in the last jedi and uh it was i mean she she was like like any woman in a in a sci-fi movie there's just a ton of people telling her off online uh because people are people are really awful and uh so anyway, in the last movie, she was a she was a big part in the Last Jedi, and in the next movie that they made, the the recent Rise of Skywalker, they basically just airbrushed her character out of the movie because so many people online were were very upset. I have to imagine that that played a big part in it, as opposed to her just being, you know, a bad actress. I think that it definitely. <laughs> Like everything, like everything in the newest movie that came out, it was definitely in reaction to the insane people online that were just super upset. Yeah, I haven't seen the new movie yet. So, Paul, have you seen it? I have seen it. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Don't, I don't liked spoil it. it. I, I I genuinely I, want to see it. I I won't say too much. <clears throat> I actually liked it. I think I like it more than a lot of people liked it. I don't think it was amazing. However. I got the sense, and especially uh, following what, like, like there's a million leaks going on. The, the the kind of general thing that seems to keep leaking that I find pretty believable is that regardless of the writers and directors, the Disney executives kept trying to make story decisions and edits based on perceived reaction and not on what the story would be. Mm. And so it created kind of a weird... Like certain characters being cut out, certain scenes going certain ways. I think because of them, their worry about people's reaction. It was kind of weird. Because <clears throat> it's a very, I mean, they make these decisions because I mean, you, they bought Lucasfilm for four billion dollars. They're not mm -hmm. just gonna. They're, everything is gonna be almost a you know a boardroom type decision mm -hmm. because they, it's like a huge investment for them. They're which I guess is paid off. I don't know. I don't know. Are they in the hole for that? They still owe George Lucas money. I really don't know. But I think all we I know, all owe George Lucas a little bit of money for his yeah. contribution for his service. It's all, it comes out of our taxes, I think. Yeah, yeah, the George Lucas tax. <laughs> <laughs> so they had. So as uh, the 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 lady in uh, the Last Jedi. Uh, Rose, I'm I'm not gonna try. Her, her name I believe Rose. her character's name is Rose, right? 
Did I combine her real name with her character's I name? I think you may have done that. Is that true, Paul? Does that sound right? I think her character's name is Rose. I don't remember the actual actress name, but I don't is really it know. Marie? I think her real name is Marie. I think... That may be I'm... her last name. Boy, you know what? Really like, what the? What am I? Do- what the hell am I? I got a computer it's right here. I'm Kelly recording Marie on a Tran computer. Tran is the actress. Thank uh-huh. you. I knew there was yes. Marie. I, I looked somewhere. it up. <laughs> nice. Okay, so her character received a lot of backlash online uh, after the second movie, The Last Jedi, and in the next movie, she. It's it, it, some people it seemed that her character. I haven't seen it because. Uh, I'm in jail right now. I haven't been. <laughs> I haven't been in the movies in a while. Damn, um, sorry, but, dude. Yeah, yeah. What are you in for? Oh, I drove my car through a Planet Fitness. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, we've all yeah. we've all been there. Mm. <laughs> the justice system in this country is screwed up. That's all I have to say. I don't want to get mm. too far into it. Unfair. <laughs> yeah, taking taking down the man. Taking down this man actually. Jail. So. <laughs> This Kelly Marie Tran, her character in The Rise of Skywalker was apparently just uh, it, it, it perceived to have been slighted in some way as a result of the backlash in the previous movie. And I saw this tweet online, which was a part of a thread that was deleted, like most people online that, you know, post something and then regrettably delete it five <laughs> minutes after somebody calls them a name. That This lady was talking about uh, Kelly Marie Tran's character being uh, sidelined in this movie, and she said, "This was part. This was the only part of the tweet that I was able to capture before she deleted all of it." Uh, but she said, "Do you guys even view women as full people? After digesting the rise of Skywalker for a few days, I don't think so. It's one of the reasons why I broke down into ugly sobs so hard." I was bent in half on the floor last night. I was howling like someone was dead. I kept on screaming, it hurts. <laughs> this was to a fictional character. <laughs> like, not not having enough pew-pew scenes in the new space adventure movie. <laughs> if you keep describing it in such intricate detail, Brian, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and I'm going to scream, and it's not going to be a pretty sight. I mean, I just, I, I, I just can't imagine like that. That type of reaction is definitely after I've had a bunch to drink, and <laughs> I'm just, I'm just alone in my apartment, and I'm just like sobbing. Like that makes that, that is reasonable to me. But I, I just can't understand. I mean, I, I don't think that I'm you know, a hugely cynical person that is incapable of being in touch with his feelings, but getting so upset about, you know, how the new, you know, corporate Disney sanctioned Star Wars movie is, you know, having you, you know, what they do with their characters, having you bent in half, howling, screaming it hurts, like alerting your neighbors having them like <laughs> you're gonna get a hospitality or what do they call a wellness check yeah a hospitality <laughs> they're gonna bring you breakfast the cops are gonna bring you breakfast yeah you and you're gonna talk about the injustice that was done in the new star wars movie that you watched last night i mean it's just it's just crazy i don't know man ah i think that i think that if i talk anymore about this i'm gonna i'm gonna 
first blood vessel. That's the sh- sign of a good rant. <laughs> well <Yeah>. done. <laughs> well done. Um, this is what you guys do? Is this like Fight Club for y'all? Is that you guys just like <laughs> rant? Yeah, pretty much. Hey, uh, I just got a question for you, Brian. Yeah. Why so serious? Oh my god! <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know we should you should, we should you guys need like a like an Instagram page or something where you have like really horrible memes <laughs> attached to <laughs> the things that you talk about because my phone is full of those awful edgy Joker memes. <laughs> that could be a whole episode. Is people just doing Heath Ledger stuff with the Joker? I mean, it's that is just. What I'm is the Joker, the... baby? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that was unironic, right? That was the guy who was doing that for real. I think it was genuine, yeah, and it was a great performance too. I guess that's what made it good is that it was genuine. Where's his Golden Globe? Man, what's his name? Let's get him. Let's get some. Let's get some of his name in the chat. I believe that was Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, you raised a lot of good points. Uh, I, I'm just amazed that – why do you give a shit? I mean, it, it's one of these things. Yeah. I think we've talked about this on the show before. I don't know if we for sure have, but um, maybe we've we've orbited the topic of basically everything is a lie, basically. The, <laughs> any, any time that anybody says anything – it's to get a reaction out of you. In, like any media organization, People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive is mm. specifically designed to make you angry that that's not who you would have picked. And so you talk about People <laughs> Magazine. It's the one time right. a year that they're relevant. Right. It's the same thing, in my opinion, for all these award ceremonies is yeah. they're not even tasked to do to pick the best, to pick the movie that best encompasses the category. They are tasked to pick the movie which would generate the most buzz. And sometimes, oftentimes, the most buzz is generated by controversy, which is why and, – and not I'm not defending. I'm not saying that some of the movies discussed genuinely deserve these awards, but uh, there's always – a uh, there's often a difference between what is most popular and what deserves the award. And there's often a difference between and, – and, and, and even if there wasn't a difference – people are going to be mad either way, right? If, yeah. if, for example, the most popular movie of the year also is Best Picture, fairly, then somebody is going to be mad that it was popular or somebody who liked the movie, who liked another movie is going to be mad that that movie wasn't chosen. So you mm-hmm. can't win, and that's by design. They don't want you to win. Right. Can I be real with you? My my mom I'll has it. had a, a People magazine subscription since I was a kid. And I've been reading it since I was a child. I've been I've been an avid reader of People magazine. And I <laughs> That's honestly too real. Like I'll <laughs> like I'll catch myself at the Tom Thumb aisle while I'm getting like ice cream and, and just beer. Just whatever depressed people get at the store, <laughs> and I was I st- I stand the line while somebody has you know fifty gallons of milk that they're trying to check out, and I'll and I'll be looking at the magazines. And I'll see Us Weekly, and I'll see Time, and I'll see all the like celebrity gossip, mm-hmm. and I'll see yeah. you know who oh fifty million dollar divorce, and I'll think oh that's such bullshit. They're just <laughs> selling this to get to get people like me mad. Oh my god! 
and and then I'll see the People magazine cover, and I'll be like, oh, oh, what is what is? Well, that's real because I've I've heard of it before. So it's it's, <laughs> I because I'll actually do that. That's not a joke. I, I maybe I won't be as as sensual with it, but I will be. Well, maybe you will. Who's to say? Who's yeah? Who's on the cover? Who is the sexiest man alive? I mean, it really depends. But that's people really. I think that they also decide on what what they value as you know. I mean, I think that most people's ideology is informed by popular culture. So, and that really depends. There's just so much out there that people can you know base their opinions off of. You could. You know, could a relationship work out where somebody has a People magazine subscription and somebody has an Us Weekly magazine subscription? I mean, I don't know if I if I if I fell in love with a girl and I found that I, I don't know. <laughs> we're we're getting we're we're waiting so far off of Academy Awards here. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if we're equipped to uh, to answer that question. I, I, for me, if if I see someone picking up on Us Weekly, then it's meant to be. Well, you have a you have a Time magazine subscription, right? Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm a columnist for the Economist. Wow, that's a yeah. thing. I write I write about the uh, the newest uh, the latest and greatest in uh, Build-A-Bear workshop designs. Wow, it's a very small column. It's way in the back. Nobody yeah. ever reads it. Well, I get paid <laughs> I get paid five dollars an article. It's it's uh, I'm I'm starving. Well, congratulations, man. <laughs> I'm really happy for you, Paul. I feel like you're you're there's some there's got to be some opinions lurking in that movie mind of yours. <clears throat> there are. Um, one of the, since since we've been talking about Twitter and movies so much, I can't help but think about how annoyed I've been that a thing that people love to do when they get mad at one of the movies on the list is take a clip from it out of context and just be like. Look at this dumb movie. I can't. Can you believe this got nominated for this scene? And it'll be like mm. 15 seconds of a scene that, like, <laughs> without any context, it's like, well, that doesn't really speak to the movie as a whole. Um, I don't know. That, that's been something that's been frustrating me. In particular, yeah. I, I don't really have a horse in this race. I don't care whether the Joker is nominated for 20 things or zero <laughs> things. I liked it. Whatever. But it's. Part, people have been posting this scene of him. I, I won't say too much for those of you who haven't seen it, but there's a scene where the Joker's uh, speaking to a big group of people and his dialogue is very uncomfortable and people are making fun. Like, look how horribly this dialogue is written. And the whole point in the context of the movie is this is an awkward man who is usually a recluse who's now talking to tons of people. Of course, it's awkward. I, I just think that people love to jump on like small parts of movies that have nothing to do with the bigger picture of it. But there's a lack of context there. Mm -hmm. People can just do whatever people can just take things out of context all the time online. And you have only 240 characters. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta make your point. You gotta just go mm -hmm. for it. Not, yeah, not that I've seen any of these movies, but I feel like the worst example of this is Kylo Ren and Scarlett Johansson in a marriage story. That's that, one yeah. of the examples I was thinking of. Yeah, that that gets brought up so often. It's like how how is this person with this dialogue winning this award? Mm. I don't know. I I don't. Why do you care? 
what, <laughs> what what does it mean if your favorite movie gets an award versus it not getting an award? I guess you want to mm-hmm. see it recognized, but the I feel like the value in a movie comes from your and in, your individual enjoyment out of it, and at most your ability to share it with others who may enjoy it. But I don't mm. know why you have to be concerned about the extension beyond that. Just it's not your acting career. It's not your directing career. Just watch the movie and like it or not, and then go go about your life until you see another one that you either like or do not like. Wow. Uh, but these movies, they have they they. I think that it's always going to be, you know, it's sort of like canons exist as a result of these award shows that people always say these are the movies you have to see. These are the movies you shouldn't see, based on you know, what gets awards and what doesn't. Right. And so that makes people like wholly insecure about the media that they consume. Like, well, is it a war, is it award winning media? Is it this, is it, is it the, like this Academy recognized movie when I, I just, I, yeah, you're right. At a certain point, it's, it's, you got to have enough self-confidence to be like, that's right. I like the 50 shades of gray sequel. I don't care if it, <laughs> didn't get an omni i love the, the sex scenes i love the when they you know smooch smooch like yeah me too know? that's the part i like and yeah. that's tea honestly and like <laughs> i don't know i don't know who needed to hear that but i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying it for whoever needed it thank you for your service <laughs> yeah. uh you guys have anything more to contribute to um like the award season topic I'm wiped. That's it for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm hey, good. anyway, th- hey, thanks for joining us, Brian. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, this puts me in a bit of an un- uncomfortable position. I'm going to be honest because we've talked about movies for about the last 25 minutes, um, and I, I got my notes open right now for what I'm going to rant about today. Because I was going to call an audible, but I have no notes on negative topics. So we're just, we're hosed. So it's more movies. Uh, I'll keep it quick. I actually, because I know that, uh, I know of your uh, background in film and your love for films, Brian, um, mm. and, and the same can be said for Paul too, both mm. a background in film and a love for films. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk today about how I... <laughs> How much I don't like movies. <laughs> and I, I understand I'm wading a bit into the lion's den here, but that that's kind of the idea. I feel like there's not a better opportunity to discuss us on the show. Oh, I know yeah. that in the past, this topic has, we've floated by it. And I've said, I'm saving it for another episode. I can see no time better than now. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry to inter- inundate our listener base with... Uh, including Rose uh, of Star Wars fame with mm. more discussion on movies, but I'll, I'll keep it. I'll attempt to keep it brief and it shouldn't be hard because I had zero time to prepare. I'm working off of one line on my notes page here that just says movies. So <laughs> <laughs> look, I um, Brian is, is a frequently recommending good, uh, lesser known blockbuster, like like below bo- blockbuster level films that he <laughs> has enjoyed recently, and I'm always like, like box yeah, office bombs. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. It would be somewhere between a bomb and a blockbuster. I think it's fair to say. Mm. Um, and even some blockbusters, maybe it's just not like my my affiliation with movies is, in fact, unfortunately, Star Wars and the MCU. I'm not saying mm. that I. 
I'm not saying that I uh, adore those or that I'm a, a massive fan or that their success or failure means anything to me, but I, I'm very much like, I only see movies if they're accessible. And even then I've seen probably 5% of accessible movies. I, I'm very, <laughs> very bad about, I'm the person that when you talk about a movie, I say, oh, I haven't seen it. And that includes <laughs> any movie that's worth anything, any famous movie. I, I've seen very little. <laughs> And uh, so I'm ashamed of that to a degree, but uh, I just, I, I'm not here for the experience. I think Paul, at one uh, point uh, you ranted on how, how much improved movie theaters are recently. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I had a hard time. This is the first time I brought up this idea where I'm just not much of a movie person. So I'll, I'll quickly run, run through kind of why I don't like movies very much. And, uh, I, I'm interested in hearing you guys' resp- response. So uh, there's two ways to watch a movie. A lot of people don't know this. You can either watch it in a movie theater or you can watch it somewhere that's not a movie theater. Um, and that's if it's on a streaming service or a DVD or a VHS. The two or genders. A, a Betamax. <laughs> if you're in a movie theater, I, I don't like going to the movie theater because it's socially un- unacceptable to go alone. I'm not here. I'm okay with going to the movies alone. With people who do that, I don't want to do it for reasons I'll discuss in a minute. But <laughs> if I'm going to movies, I'm going with friends because they want to go. And if I'm with friends, I would rather do many other things with them than sit in a dark room in silence together. Um, and I know that's an oversimplification, but and I feel I, I feel for the record, I feel very defensive. I feel like immediately anytime I say anything, <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna get harpooned. But. Uh, <laughs> If I'm with friends, I would rather just hang out and be able to talk with them and I and mm. and and spend time with them and grab a meal or do something that is active because I'm I'm so I'm just so lonely. I can't be silent for so long. <laughs> but so that's so that's why I typically I mean uh, the movie theater experience doesn't in, enhance that much for me um, when watching a movie. But when you're not when you're at home watching a movie. Again, I just I for some reason I think I'm maturing in reverse to where my attention span gets less and less as time goes on. <laughs> and I just have such a hard time sitting still and paying attention for 2 hours, which is honestly just kind of a sad bit of commentary, but it doesn't matter if it's alone at home or with friends in a movie theater or with friends at home, I I just don't have I I can't really get into it. And uh a lot of it, if anything, most of it comes from things that I would rather I would rather just be active with something else. And, and I don't I, I I want to like movies a lot. And I will say the one time that I do really enjoy a movie is when it's not a very good movie or it's a movie that people have already seen, and you can talk over it. Then I love watching movies with people at home. But you can't do that in a theater, and you can't do it alone. And it's only a certain set of movies. So. I guess really this is a plea for help. I want you guys to explain to me what I'm doing wrong and how how I can fix it. Hmm. So, There's no solution. All right. No, I, I get it. <laughs> I'm screwed. So, Zach, I will say I, I'm seeing a trend here. When you were complaining about White Elephant, your complaint was that you'd rather be talking with people with a beer. Uh, and now your complaint about movies 
is that you'd rather be talking than sitting and watching something. And so I, I think I have a I, drinking not... problem. Is that what you're trying? Is that what you're trying to eliminate? <laughs> I'm, I'm more saying you have a, a a need for social interaction. I'm not trying to play anything about drinking. <laughs> uh, but I'm not saying that's good or bad. But I'm just sensing a trend there. I will say, I enjoy watching movies, and mo- movies are one of those weird things where you're not wrong that it's weird that for a lot of people they would prefer to experience movies with others but movies are an activity that when best experienced don't involve a lot of talking during it and so that's kind of like a weird paradox there and i i understand why that would lead you to not feel that excited about them because that is kind of a weird thing um but i don't know so so are you asking us to sell you on why watching movies in general is great (laughs) i mean not if you don't feel that passionately about it maybe i just misread your opinion (laughs) well i i have to i have to ask so i mean zach you're you're a man about town you're 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 single at the moment as far as i know yes as far as this Um, recording how do you feel (laughs) yeah as, as of this recording um how do you how do you how do you feel would you uh, not take take a, a lady on a on a date to like a like a dinner and a movie? I mean, how, is that is that something that wouldn't come into it, or would it be dinner and then my place for a streaming movie? <laughs> a little bit of Netflix and chill action. I yeah. I, I don't have I have uh, nowhere near the amount of confidence required to pull the latter half of the second option off. Um, <laughs> I feel like uh, movies are a bad date unless you've been dating for a long time, mm. in which case they immediately switch into being a good date. Uh-huh. But uh, the the point <laughs> of uh, the point of an early date uh, is to get to know the other person and make yeah, memories right. with them, and, uh, and and that's not really easy to do when you can't talk to one another. And <laughs> and talking after the movie is fun, but imagine if you just spent the hour and a half to two hours talking at also <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> yeah if you took a if you took someone on a date to see the new avengers movie it's like three hours long and you just meet five minutes before the movie starts and, and it's, it's also like been... the the after the movie is just another a subsequent additional three hours of me complaining that the mcu is not recognized by the academy awards the legitimate <laughs> film franchise wow yeah i don't know that's that's tough to sell you on movies i think that it, it just i mean going to a midnight premiere of something like a marvel movie or something it's it's always going to be shit show I remember i i saw I saw Fifty Shades of Grey on Valentine's Day. Oh, so that wasn't a joke. Uh, you liking it? I see. <laughs> no, I okay. So I paid I paid money for it, so I can't say I was doing that ironically. I ironically gave them money. Like, I, so no, I went to see it. I mean, I knew that it was going to be bad. You don't have to defend yourself. It's fine. <laughs> well, no, I have to. I have to because I'm a man and I have to I'm strong. <laughs> Uh, I so I went with my girlfriend at the time. So this this is more to your point, Zach. That it's definitely for that's longer term. That's got to be that's not a first date type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But we went and and we saw it and it was packed. 
it was it was full of people. It usually is, but this one it was every seat was full. And usually when you see a movie, it's like dead silent, and there's there's barely interaction between people uh, watching the movie. But this at the end of seeing Fifty Shades of Grey, at the final scene happened, there was this audible groan that washed over the entire theater. <laughs> and that was the most pure human connection I'd ever felt with like, a mass of people before. Yeah, was, that's beautiful. Everybody was so upset at what they had just seen and paid for. It was, <laughs> it was incredible. I've been chasing that ever since. <laughs> I love that. That's a good story. So if that, I mean, that's my, that's if I'm trying to sell you on going to a movie theater. I that think that's is it because... Because you were saying you don't, sell. you're you you know watching movies that are terrible. Who doesn't like that? Right. <laughs> Even I like that. That's a perfect sell, though. It, that would be the ideal movie experience: is going to a movie that's explicitly and entirely about sex, and then it's bad, and then yeah. at the end, so, uh, the entire audience is disappointed. Those are three <laughs> of the ultimate ingredients for me to enjoy in a, mo- a movie in one experience. So I am well, jealous of that. What was um, the last movie you saw in theaters? I actually saw Uncut Gems a couple weeks ago. So what that's uh, I. Uh, we talked about this before. I uh, I liked it. It was very stressful. I thought it was good. I thought it was a little too artistic at the times oh, we that did talk about this yeah. that were designed to be artistic. But uh, overall, it was an enjoyable experience, and I liked it. But that that's an outlier. I'm I'm normally sure, extremely sure. far behind the curve on on uh, movies. May sound but yeah, weird, that, but that, yeah, go ahead. Watching movies is almost something that I grew into liking. Like, I, I feel like most people like consuming popular movies. They might have some franchises that they follow, like a, a Star Wars or whatever. But like, it's almost something that it took me a while to. It, I'm not trying. Okay, that this almost sounds pretentious to say like you just don't get it. But like, th- there's a certain <laughs> level of like. It took me a while to be to realize that I enjoyed just sitting and mm. consuming like like following along with what I'm watching and processing it. And you're right that it's not a super social thing. And and that's why I would say I I completely understand why a movie wouldn't be enjoyable to someone. But for for me it is something I enjoy. But so I, that's not a great sell. I'm basically telling you like it makes <laughs> sense that you don't like it. But, well, I know why you wouldn't want to buy this car, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think that you guys did better than anyone has ever done when I've ha- made this argument, which I do frequently. Pretty much any time anyone brings up movies, I say the same thing, and they try you to defend themselves. You said that you don't watch movies? Or you yeah. hate them? You hate yeah, them. It was a lot stronger than that. It was a lot like, more painful. Right. <laughs> Well, that's all I have to say, um, Paul. I think uh, I think you should. It's your turn now. You should you should give your rant. <laughs> okay. Well, th- there's kind of a theme that's tying all three of our topics together today. Uh, Joker. Because... <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but so my topic is is essentially people who show up at things just to get angry about them. Oh well, and... that's me. <laughs> it's me everywhere I go. <laughs> okay, but 
Paul, you realize okay. that that idea is the fundamental foundational reasoning that I made this podcast. That's, <laughs> oh, I know. That's the pure exi- Okay, well, I'm sure you'll get okay, there. But, go, okay, but okay, it's a little ahead. bit more Sorry. specific than than that. L- let me narrow it down. In fact, let me start with a story and then I'm going to I'm going to expand it out from that. Mm-hmm. So, I went uh, to a stand-up comedy show last week and I know Zach that you hate those also cuz you just hate fun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, I saw Christina Pajitsky, if anyone knows who that is. But um, is that from uh, your mom's house? It is. That is okay. the wife of Tom Segura. Yeah. Oh. Um, and so while I was at the show, there was a couple there where they just verbally responded to everything that was said on stage throughout the show. Oh. Uh, it it started out just annoying. As in, like, every time there was a joke and the audience would laugh, once it, the audience kind of quieted down, the same, the husband would always just say, God damn it. Just every single time. <laughs> and then, and, and at first, it, I was like, I guess he's enjoying it, whatever. But then... He's sitting in front of my dad? <laughs> <laughs> and then, but what, what I'm really getting, so I'm, I'm, I'm in tune with this man's responses, because I'm... I'm just weirded. I'm like, why does he just keep saying "God damn it"? This is really weird. Like that's such a weird way to consume comedy is just to say "God damn it" over and over. Um, Maybe that's just how his laugh sounded. <laughs> but then uh, Christina in her set started talking about uh, essentially groups that she thinks we should just uh like kill off in the 2020s oh. uh and one of those groups that she brought i, I don't know if it, that might be a little bit a harsh way to put it but she was being harsh uh she basically started talking about how uh she didn't like homeschooled kids and this couple starts trying to loudly argue like the, the husband who had been saying god damn it he and his wife start trying to loudly argue with christina because as I gathered, they homeschool their kids. And oh. at some point, she's, she said something about homeschool kids being weird. And they started literally shouting, our kids aren't weird. And it <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. Uh, and so what I'm basically getting at is I don't understand why people show up to something like a co- comedy show, which is such a wild card you never know what someone's going to talk about if if there's a good chance that they're going to be upset to the point of trying to ruin it for everyone else while they're there (laughs) like i I don't understand why they subject themselves to it if they're expecting to become like belligerent while there and this actually isn't the first time i've experienced belligerent people at a comedy (laughs) show um there there was a time where i went to like a a smaller stand-up show in fort worth at a place called hyenas. Um, and I made, I I made the unfortunate choice, uh, of taking a girl there on the first date. Uh, Oh, I've been there too. I've done the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) In Fort Worth. Yeah. Yeah. Downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) No way. On a first date. Yeah. Yeah. It was an interesting choice for a first date because at smaller comedy shows, a lot of times they will interact with the audience. Mm. And, and so, this comedian, she was like calling out people in the audience for things and then tr- basically finding ways to make fun of them. Um, at some point, she uh, called out my date and I, and she was like, oh, you guys here together? And we were like, yeah. And then she was like, 
she was like, so you guys having sex all the time? I was like, oh, this is so weird. This is the first date. And she's just started going on about that. It was like, it, but the thing is, my reaction was not this dumb comedian. I can't believe she's trying to make a funny situation here. <laughs> my reaction was, yeah, that, that's on me. I brought like a, <laughs> a date to an unknown scenario. And so <laughs> like for something unexpected like this to happen, that's on me. But then she called out oh. another couple guys and started making fun of them, and they started like fighting back, like where they were actually oh, offended. No. And so again, it, it's just a I'm very uncomfortable. Kick uncomfort- your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I just don't understand why people show up to things like that, like with the full knowledge that they might get mad enough to try mm. to like fight yeah. the performer or like get upset about it. Is kind of what I'm getting at. Well, the thing is, is that most of these places have a two drink minimum. That is so true. People, they're just gonna get shit faced, and these people—they just people like to think that they have thick skin and they they like that comedy is a like a free speech zone. Anybody can just say what they want. But then people just get like super pissed. Everybody, I I don't think there's been a single comedy show I've been to where somebody doesn't yell at the people. It's just, yeah. Is so angry. How does that happen? I, I, I don't know. And that's kind of my point is that, like, I don't know. The way I consume entertainment is if I like it, then I like it. If I don't like it, I'm like, ah, like, I probably won't come back to either this creator or this type of movie again. Whatever it is, I'm not, it's like, I don't want to waste my time again, but I chose to come here. I ended up not like it, whatever. But then there's a lot of people who get just like very, mad publicly in the moment (laughs) that if anything that makes for a better experience for you though it's funnier it's funnier than any stand-up comedian could hope to achieve if somebody if somebody in a in the audience screams hey my kid's not weird (laughs) how does it get any better than that it, it does create it objectively creates funny moments because then the comedian she said mm. after they said my kids aren't weird she said yeah you're clearly not and it was really funny <laughs> but me being nice. the like confrontation averse person that i am yeah. then i'm mm. just sitting there thinking about the tension between that couple and the comedian even though the comedian has clearly moved on it's their job to stay focused on what they're doing but like I in the audience feel that tension and I think about it. So it's it's almost mm. partially me also that I am like <laughs> I let myself get too affected by the reactions of other people in a room, but <clears throat> I don't know, man. <laughs> if it, you got to think about people that have those outbursts at comedy shows, do they is that a, just a singular thing or do they have outbursts in like other public situations that's what i really wonder because there's a similar type of person who talks openly about how they they hated a movie so much they walked out of it um, oh yeah well, like yeah. that's also like i rem- i have a memory when i was younger when uh shrek the first shrek came out uh, and, out. and a kid in my uh, class i was probably in like elementary school i don't really remember um, I hope so. Me that... came out in 2001. Were you like in a master's program at the time or something? <laughs> <laughs> How, I mean, you have so many years of plus or minus on either end until you're in middle school. How do you? <laughs> what else would you be in, Paul? Of course, you were in elementary school. <laughs> Just thinking it through, man. Uh... <laughs> but he was saying that he went to see the movie with his parents, and he said to me. 
Yeah, we got to the part where there there was like they they farted and said it was better that it be out than in, and we left. And <laughs> even as like a six year old, I remember thinking like, why do you even watch anything? If something that mild is enough to be like, we're leaving. We like, got to the point where Donkey had a gigantic red mule boner, and we were like, no, you know what? Maybe not this movie. <laughs> I just... I, in fact, I respect that people... I, I understand why people are protective of... Especially their kids, like what their kids watch. I understand why right. people... I, I'm okay with people disliking things. I just don't understand why they go to it... And then get super mad when they chose to see what they're watching. Like, I right. I don't know. It's just bizarre to me. Yeah. <laughs> Things are just happening to them. They're not in control of the money that they spent on the tickets that they brought their kids to. <laughs> yeah, it's just... <clears throat> I wonder how they um, feel that there have been three more Shreks. Possibly <laughs> <know>. fourth <laughs> on the way. Shrek That's five. a good question. Are we, are we with that or no? Is is, is uh, that official? They uh, according to something I saw on the internet. So it's uh, very well, then official. it is official. Yeah, uh, I wasn't aware I, of that. Check it out. I'd rather not talk Google. <laughs> you ever heard of it? <laughs> I'd rather not talk about Shrek Five because uh, DreamWorks did offer. Did, they did float a bit of a sponsorship by us uh, over my <laughs> desk the other day. So I, I'm not gonna really dwell on Shrek 5 too much <laughs> sure. unless we lose some sponsorship money from DreamWorks but mm. um, good a good round of that's the longest we've ever been negative for almost a full hour um, wow, yeah. Brian do you have uh, do you have a positive rant for us today um yeah just like something that I enjoy a lot is that yeah is that what it for is? sure yeah I mean, it's cool if not. Can you come back to me? I can't think. What, I, need, I need a second. I'm just, when I uh, when you ran oh your ideas, God. when you ran your ideas by me, uh, you said uh, award season and Star Wars, and I thought that Star Wars was the good one. But you just—that's <laughs> why. Oh. That's color me surprised when you were in your bad rant and you were like, "Yeah, also Star Wars." No, I, no, I don't like it. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh, I mean, okay." I could probably, I could say something positive about that, but I enjoy. No, don't, don't, don't force it. <laughs> don't. I don't want you to force it. In fact, I mean, I don't want to force you to think of anything. If you don't have anything, that's cool. Because, first of all, we're in the same boat. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I had no time to prepare this week. Um, so a lot of times, uh, I, I have nothing going on in my life, and I'm lonely <laughs> and bored all the time. And so when mm. I come to the show, it's because I'm lazy and stupid that I haven't prepared anything. Yeah. Uh, but this week I'm extremely busy, which is why I haven't prepared anything. So I, I frankly, I can pull something right out of my ass if we had to do a positive rant, but, um, I don't have anything. And, and Brian, if you don't have anything, that's cool too. Paul, if you have something feel free to take it away. But, um, there's, we've, we've I, I, talked long enough on the first half of the episode that we, we can end it here. If not, I'll, I'll throw out a little something that yeah, I've been thinking about. Yeah. Throw me a bone. <clears throat> So, <laughs> I, it's pretty straightforward. I'm just a big fan of tasks that take care of themselves in the background and passively make you feel productive. Mm. Uh, an example of this is laundry. All all mm. you have to do is, is 
is pick up a pile of dirty clothes, throw it somewhere, and then machines do the work for you. And while laundry's happening in the background, I feel so productive because I'm technically accomplishing something, but I'm putting forth no effort to do it. Um, Another similar example is dishes. Um, Mm. A a theme that you're going to find here is I don't really like the folding part of laundry once it's done. I like putting dishes in the dishwasher and then having it clean. Don't really like putting them away. Uh, the theme here is I like when tasks take care of themselves. Um, and then another example is I recently got for myself uh, a cold brew maker, which basically means that oh. I just put ground coffee in a filter thing and then soak it in water for 24 hours. Um, and again, while I'm making that, I'm not actually doing anything. It takes like five minutes of prep and then I just wait for it for 24 hours to be ready but I feel like I'm being productive because technically in the background I'm mm. act I'm making coffee. Um, so yeah, that that's a recent thing. It's just gotten me thinking that I'm a real big fan of of <laughs> being able to take credit of being productive when I'm not actually doing anything. So are you just really looking forward to the singularity where it's just your brain <laughs> and the machine does everything else? You can like still enjoy it, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I am definitely the person who is is when people bring up privacy concerns with technology or anything, I'm the person who's like, I'll let y'all worry about that. I will enjoy the fact that technology is automating everything for me. <laughs> and if this brings about some sort of apocalypse, that's a bummer. But at least mm-hmm. I didn't have to uh, actually type anything. Siri could just hear me talk. Yeah, or wash your clothes in like a wicker basket or something down by the river <laughs> with a washboard. Yeah. Thank goodness. Man, imagine that. You guys imagine <laughs> I'd, that? I can't. I'd rather I think not. That, I think that like that the modern age has you know made a lot of people adverse to like dirt and mud and something. Like I'm that. one of them. I mean, I've, yeah, I can't imagine I doing dirty, dirty jobs. Shout out to Mike Rowe. Like, uh, <laughs> fan of the show micro show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i can't imagine oh no that's a negative rant i gotta say something positive he's made a lot of money off it i don't know <laughs> that's positive yeah there you go that's a good i spin. would say if i do have something positive to say something that i really enjoy is just like the ability to find more music that you enjoy and mm, yes like, just there's net. There's always a surplus of like good music that you've never heard of. That. That's very that true. YouTube is a great place to find that. There, there are a lot of you know channels on there that pair music with music videos that are just fantastic. I mean, that's just always something you can come back to. Music is great. That's a, that might be like a general thing. That might be like a Shrek thing. It's not a good thing or anything like that. But. You know, that's what I'm feeling. That's what I'm feeling. Yeah, no, speak your truth. You can cancel me or not. I don't care. Nothing matters (laughs) anymore. Hey, this may be a hot take, and I don't care if you like it or not, you snowflakes. Find a safe space if you don't agree with me. I like music. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't. I know you said don't make this episode controversial, but uh, you guys brought it out of me. My blood is boiling. (laughs) <laughs> I have a, and I have a low grade fever too. Like this is just what is what would define like what range of temperature qualifies as a low grade fever? Hundred, hundred one. 
Okay. I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah. Whatever happened to... You guys remember Osmosis Jones? Yeah, I do. Of course. Dude, that whole movie is just Bill Murray dying. Yeah, it's a it's trip, just, right? It's just his body falling apart. He, uh, I believe he vomits like excessively in one scene. There's another scene where he has an enormous pimple on his forehead, which bursts all over his daughter's teacher's face. It's it's vile. It's a disgusting movie. Has anybody spliced out all of the animated scenes and just put the live action scenes together? Because that's like a body horror movie. That's an that incredible part. idea. Holy I, I, shit! I, somebody and by somebody I mean either you or me. And <laughs> somebody really ought to do that. That's that. Wow. That would be hilarious. Oh my god! I think it would be on DVD. It would basically be, it would basically be Bill Murray eating an egg out of a monkey cage at the (laughs) zoo, and then and then immediately a pimple bursting over a substitute teacher's face. Wow, it's like two movies in one. See, those filmmakers were ahead of their time. Did that one win a Golden Globe? Man, I don't know. It didn't get. I didn't think it got an Oscar. Not. Academy Award. Academy Award nominated Osmosis Jones. Mm, if only in another life. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if the Academy wasn't such a, a bunch of a bitches that wouldn't recognize MCU films like mm. Osmosis Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it's a remake waiting to happen. Well, Brian, it was uh, phenomenal having you on the show. Thank you so much for for joining oh my us. God. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for letting me uh, join the same airwaves as y'all. This has been great. Yeah. It's been great to have you. Mm. Uh, Once again, you can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Overcast, and Spotify. I think that may have been the same order that I presented in the (laughs) beginning of the show. So uh, there you go. Um, If you liked what you heard today, uh, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, It's really easy to do. It would mean a lot. We haven't gotten one in a really long time. And uh, God, we're just so lonely on iTunes. It, it would be great. <laughs> Even Brian's begging you to do it. He just said, "Please." So you I'm have to. I'm a co-sign. To. I'm gonna give them. <laughs> I'm give them a lot of money. Yeah. In my will, I'm changing my will oh, <laughs> right now. Get my <laughs> lawyer, lawyer on the line. Change your will right now. Just, just put, just put them in your, just put them in your will. Just go for it. Do it. Yeah, I, I appreciate the endorsement. Um, <laughs> We can we're on Twitter too, so that's a good place to reach us at Not All Bad Show. And once again, if you want to be a guest on the show, like Brian was today, you can email us at notallbadshow at gmail dot com. Uh, and if if you like what you heard, tell your friends. It would mean a lot. Uh, once again, Brian, thank you for having. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, it's great having you. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, this has been episode thirty two of Not All Bad. I'm Zach Andrews. This is Paul Messman. This is Brian. This is me. This is me now. The real you. The real me. Take it or leave it. (laughs) Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening.